Welcome back to Rural Queensland today on the Resonate Broadcast Network. The landholders in the Wide Bay and Burnett region, well, they are not happy, and I can understand why. Uh, this is reported, in, and I've been speaking with Justin Chavot as well, um, that there is a fear bushfire contractors won't commit to conducting future fire breaks on properties due to the ongoing pay disputes with the Queensland Fire and Emergency Services. Now, contractors, let me be clear, helping put in fire breaks on rural properties um, west of, Bun- of Bundaberg um, say that they have not been paid. They were joined by local landholders, rural fire services, parks and wildlife service personnel, as well as aerial water bombing crews who are battling fires. And the dramas is they're on the ground for more than six days to contain the fire, in which time all they slept on, all they were on, was fire breaks. Approximately 3,000 acres of bushland and grazing land were scorched, and they were deliberately lit twice, right? Now, Jinjin and Mount Perry roads were under real problem. Now, there was no support on the ground. Now, they did everything they possibly could. They followed the correct procedure, reported to Firecom. They required assistance of dozen to push fire breaks on the steep mountain terrain. However, they believe the Rural Fire Service would only pay one contractor for six hours' work up front. Now, the inspector gave approval for six hours, and this was never reviewed. A meeting was scheduled on the fire line, but the Rural Fire Service didn't show up for the meeting. This is probably when... It could have been reviewed. Now, they are among, Miss Leather is among a group of people and families and landholders who are absolutely terrified, terrified. So I am absolutely petrified about what is going on. They are hesitant in coming and putting fire breaks in because... There's a pay dispute with the Queensland Fire and Emergency Services. And there aren't many people who can come and put fire breaks in that quickly. Local contractors who live half an hour away from fires, if they continue, are not going to have a, not going to be working. Now, this is happening all across the state. And if they're not going to get paid, they're not going to do it. Queensland Fire and Emergency Service procedure for hiring heavy equipment at incidents needs to have a request and copy, and the procedure at the moment is absolutely diabolical. There has to be a better communication uh, service and so the Parks and Wildlife Aerial Team can understand what is going on. Now, the Queensland Fire and Emergency Services came out and said before a contractor is engaged, authorisation of payment and scope of work is provided by the incident controller. Once the work has been completed, the contractor provides them an invoice and payment is made accordingly. Heavy machinery such as dozers, excavators and similar equipment is necessary to bring a fire under control or they'll use it. In some incidents, though, they'll engage an authorised contractor to undertake the work. They're aware that other contractors might have been engaged by landholders, but they won't engage by the Queensland Fire and Emergency Services, and they'll only compensate contractors who have been engaged and authorised by the QFES. Well, that's just absolutely ridiculous. In a time at the moment when things are going haywire and there is a lot going on, why would you wait? Why would you rush this? and have to wait for the QFES. You want somebody on the ground doing it. So landholders have to fit the bull to try and stop the fires that are deliberately lit. There is a real issue with all this, 
And I know Justin Chabot, and I know there's been meetings over the last couple of days, but I can tell you that they're not happy at all. They are not happy at all. I'm tell you what I'm not happy either about is the Queensland Water Minister, Glenn Butcher, who has come out and said that he is concerned about injecting liquefied carbon dioxide into the Great Artesian Basin who believes there are more suitable places to go than the Gap. His views were expressed at a local government association Queensland conference and it comes as opposition to the proposal at Mooney by Carbon Transport and Storage Corp, the multinational uh, Glencorn Grains Momentum. At the Gladstone conference... He thought there's a whole lot of better places in Australia than where the Great Artesian Basin is to put carbon capture. Not only my department, but the environmental department is looking very closely at the project and the pilot that they are setting up. But in the understanding they're dealing with, they're looking at its very early days and making sure the information comes through. Well, this is the problem, Mr Butcher. The information isn't coming through. Um... A lot of people aren't happy about this. Sean Radnich believes um, that the GAB should get the same protection as the Great Barrier Reef. And he said it's their main water source and things shouldn't be happening like this. This is a very, very concerning situation that we will be looking into in the next couple of days because I can tell you now, we don't need this and we don't need to be putting that at risk. We'll take a break, come back with more. This is Rural Queensland today.